You're listening to the Egypt Pentecostal broadcast. We pray that something is said in song or message uh, that is a blessing to you. Our church times are 6 o'clock Sunday evening and 7 o'clock Wednesday night. Our motto is, if you're looking for a church, we're looking for you. May God bless you.
Bible says, Jesus said unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain nor at Jerusalem worship the Father. He says, Ye worship, ye know not what. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. We have been, uh, is this too loud? Did I, can you hear me? We have been, uh, th- this is a house of worship. Amen. This, this is God's house. So we know, I know we, we come to see people be saved. And that is a key part of church is to see people giving their lives and getting turned around and, and delivered and set free from a lot of things. But basically, this is a house of worship. Uh, and I'm going to brag on you and tonight. That'd be all right. I think I brag on the Wednesday night crowd. Uh, and we call that the backbone of the church. And, and I've seen that verse or seen that uh, two words there that jump out at me in verse 23. And it calls true worshipers. And that, that I got to looking at that this week. And I think, man, that, that's, that's a lot of the people. It was our 12. And there's more than 12 over here tonight. Thank the Lord. And I think we got a lot that comes on Sunday night as a true worshiper too. So don't, let me, don't get me wrong on what I'm saying. But I'm saying a true worshiper will worship no matter what. Can you say amen? amen? They can worship on a good day. They can worship on a bad day. They can worship on a Wednesday night. Can you say amen? Even on a Sunday night. Can you say amen? Uh, the, the Bible says, let everything that hath breath praise ye the Lord. Can you say amen? amen? So if you're breathing, you can praise him. If you're breathing, I believe you're a worshiper if you're, if you're one of his. Can you say amen? amen. And I believe it's key, and I, I've talked about this before, and I believe it's a key that we train. The Bible says to train up your children the way they should go. When they get older, they'll not depart from it. Uh, and the Bible also says to forsake not of our sin and of ourselves together here. Can you say amen? This is a part of worship. Can you say amen? I'm going to skip around two or three places if the Lord will help me do that. Uh, but I, I, it is a key part, I believe, in training up our children in worship. Can you say Amen. I believe it's a key part, and no doubt there's different ways to worship. Don't get me wrong. We've been worshiping here tonight. We've walked around the church. We've raised our hands. Uh, some have quiet. Some, sometimes we shout. Sometimes we dance. Sometimes we run. Sometimes we roll on the floor, and sometimes we sit still and just listen. You say, man, that don't mean we're not worshiping. You say, man, just because we sit there and we're not doing anything, that don't mean you love the Lord any more or any less. You say, man, I've learned to learn that what little that I know. Uh, people are different, and the Lord moves on people in different ways, but it is a key part in worship today is to train up our children in this way that we worship. You say, man, I believe that. You say, man, seeing little Flannery right here in this, during this service. You say, man, and he don't say a lot, but something was said in a song or something, and it excited him. You say, man, I'm not talking about the bigger Flannery. I'm talking about the little one. And I looked at him there, and he went like this right here. So I don't know what kind of move that was or whatever, but he just went, his hands were straight out and whatever was said or sung or whatever he, whatever he got out of that, can you say, man, there was something he liked about it, can you say, man? And I love when the Spirit of the Lord comes down, can you say, man? I love when it, when it takes over the singing, when it takes over the preaching, when it takes over the service. Uh, uh, like, like what Brother, Brother Cole was talking about, he was in a service. He said, man, they just run and dance all night. And I love it when it's like that. You say, man, I look, come on now, might as well say amen. We, might as well, uh, that, that's what I like. You say, man, I understand it, it ain't always that way. And, uh, but I'm saying, and, and I went, I'm just going to talk out of my heart tonight. That'd be all right. We went over to the nursing home yesterday and had service uh, and got in and sang. And we, we know kind of how that is. It's kind of slow. It's a little draggy. Can agree with 
with me, man. Yeah, I, we, we, we seem like uh, we, we need more help. You say, man, we need help to help us. You say, man, uh, a lot of times it's a drag. You say, man, uh, Sally comes sing, Dor- er, and Mamie comes sing, and they, they sung great. I'm not talking about you singing. I'm not talking about my preaching. You say, man, but you know, a nursing home uh, uh, service is a little bit different than any other service. You say, man, there's a, a lot of them that never hear you. There's a lot of them uh, that, that I don't know if they understand you or not, but I, I believe there's something said uh, in a lot of them's life, and a lot of times that, 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 that inspires me, I guess, to go and sit uh, and talk to them and see them there because they're true worshipers. You want to say amen to that? They don't feel good. They hurt. They got a lot of things wrong with them, and, uh, and no doubt they probably don't feel like coming down there today, and I could probably come to you tonight, and you could probably find 10 things you'd rather be doing than coming to church on Wednesday night. Can I get an amen on that? There's a lot of things that you could have put before this. There's a lot of things uh, that you could have done. You could have said your back's hurting, you're, you got a headache. We, we've used everything in the world that's going on uh, around us. But you know what? A lot of times a true worshiper will go past that. You say, man, no matter how bad you, uh, your back hurts, no matter how much you got a headache, no matter if, you, if your grass is, is way up over you, your, your ankles or your knees, you just say, wait just a minute, it's time to go to the house of God. You say, man, uh, and I thought many times that that's when the true people, and I believe in the truth, don't you? And, uh, and I believe the truth will set us free. You say, man. Uh, see, we're living in a world today that don't, they don't know what they worship. You say, man. Uh, they worship cows. They work. Well, they worship Buddha. They worship Muhammad, uh, and then all this stuff that's going on out there. And I, I can say something because the little feller's not up here with us now. But uh, he's a uh, what is he a, a Jehovah Witness? Is that what he told me he was? Uh, I seen a little bit of difference in that little boy from that service to this service. Uh, he had him a tambourine over shaking and hitting, and he actually stood up uh, and was singing along with Lord. I'm talking about a Jehovah Witness now. I don't know exactly what they believe. I guess they believe in God, but I, I like to involve Jesus a little bit more in it. You say, man, I don't know. I'm not going to go into all that, but I'm saying tonight I can done see his, his, his uh, I don't know what he thought of us here Sunday night. You say, man, I don't know what he thinks of us right now much anyway, but anyway, he must be liking it just a little bit because he had a tambourine there, a cymbal, and he was slinging it over and standing up and saying, you say, man, he was worshiping. You say, man, and there's different ways to worship. I understand that we worship him in song. We worship him in guitars and the drums and the cymbals and the tambourines uh, and you can go all through that through the book of Psalms and, uh, and, and see all the stuff that it talks about there but, uh, but you know what I love a true worshiper you say man uh, somebody that just don't worship him uh, with their lips but they worship from your heart you say man uh, and I preached a message one time if your heart's in it uh, you're going to do it you say man uh, and I found out the day and earth that a lot of people's hearts today uh, we fell in love with something else you say man uh, we fell in love with other gods or other hobbies uh, or other ideas or other habits it's other things that we'd rather be doing and it's crept into our life and it's only one thing you fell out of love with the Lord might as well say what it is or you'd be at the house of God you say man and I'm not sure throwing rocks at anybody or trying to hurt anybody but I'm saying tonight that we're living in a world today that don't really understand what they worship they say they worship the Lord on Sunday and worship something else on Monday I don't know exactly what what they get tied up in but you know exactly what I'm saying tonight I believe we need to worship in 365 days a year you say man I don't believe we just need to come in here on Sunday night and I understand uh, like Sunday night has a different atmosphere than Wednesday night and I understand that uh, I know people are tired and they come in from work uh, and they're doing the best they can to even get here you say man uh, but I'm glad they make the effort you say man uh, I'm glad no matter how hard a day they've went no matter how, how bad it could have went wrong how, how many bloops and blunders you've had from this morning to right now uh, that the devil tried to hinder you or slow you down uh, you decided it wouldn't no matter what was going to get in your way uh, nothing was going to block you or stop 
you from coming to out to the house of God. And I, and I read on down to what it was saying. I believe, the, I believe in worshiping the Lord in spirit and in truth. You say, man, and I come to tell somebody else here tonight, if the Lord ever moves on you, honey, don't, don't, don't sit here and hold it in the church anymore. You say, man, if you feel like walking, you need to walk. You say, man, if you feel like running, you need to run. We're, we're worried about why. Don't worry about what me. As long as you're doing it in decent and order, and I believe if you, if you, if you, if you, if you, if you kind of go against the spirit of God, I believe you're, you're, you're hindering the service. You say, man, so if the Lord wants to lay something on you, don't worry about what somebody's going to say about you. Because you know what? You may be the very one, honey, that holds the key to this service. If the Lord told you to go out there and sit in the bathroom, honey, then that's what you better do. If he tells you to walk around this church, then that's what you need to do. If we want to have those services like I'm talking about, a service like on the day of Pentecost, then we need to learn the voice of the Lord. We need to learn what he is trying to tell us to do. The devil is not going to get you to tell you to go and pray for somebody that is down and out, that is sick and afflicted, that is needing a touch of you to knock the devil off where he needs to be, put him under the feet and say, I'm going on in the name of Jesus. I'm going to come to the house of God. I'm going to magnify him and praise him and worship him the best way that I know how God is not worshiped. He's not looking for some kind of fancy thing here or fancy that. He's looking for a pure heart that's ready to worship him in spirit and in truth, not worried about what somebody else is going to say about us. They're going to talk about us anyway. So we might as well get in here and have church and have meeting every time that we walk over here and quit worrying about what somebody is going to say about us. It ain't nothing but the same old bunch anyway. And I promise you, I ain't going to say nothing to you. I promise you that Mamie ain't going to say nothing to you. So if the Spirit of the Lord wants to shout you and run you and roll you and speak to you in another tongue, don't let somebody hinder you and knock you out of a blessing. I don't know why I said that. We need to quit being afraid of people. You say, man, we need to be true in whom we worship and whom we magnify and not worrying about trying to please man or satisfy man or, or make this and or that and happy because no matter what you do, somebody's going to find fault with you. You say, man, it's time that we became a true worshiper. It's time that we quit. We just close our eyes. That'd be the best way to do it. Like Todd Hignott said, we need to come through those doors with thanksgiving and with praise on our hearts and our soul. And we do that probably by praying at the house. You say, man, I come over here not to, sometimes I don't even feel like coming to you. Sometimes I feel like I'm awful draggy. There's times that I even have to make myself get up and go. You're the same way that I am. But I promise you if we just came over here and sit quietly, just sit quietly, I guarantee you'll feel better than when you come in those doors. You say, man, and who knows how the Holy Ghost may come by and help us just a little bit. If it'll come by and breathe on us just a little bit and feel his touch, feel his warmth, feel the movement of the Holy Ghost, we can have a meeting. You say, man, people can be delivered. Chains can be broken. People can be set free and delivered. I'm telling you tonight, it's left up to us to be a true worshiper. Amen. Don't you like it? Don't you like it? Woo! Don't you like it? Don't you like to stand to your feet? And clap your hands and wave your hands in the air. Well, preacher, it's not a fast. I don't care what kind of song it is. I don't even need a song to stand up and praise him. 
I don't need it to be fast. I don't need it to be slow. I don't need it to be a Tommy Bates song or a Linda Gibson song. I don't even need it to be a Holy Ghost song. I, if I'm breathing, I ought to be standing. There should be never a service. You're trying to make us like puppets. You're trying to control us. You're trying to brainwash us. No, I'm trying to get you to enjoy what God wants you to have. He wants you to have the blessings. He wants you to be filled with the Holy Ghost. He wants you to have joy unspeakable and full of glory. He don't want you to come in here with your head dragging. He don't want you to sit there and look in the Bible and look in the songbooks and just ponder around wondering if this and what. It is for you and your children and your children's children. The blessing of God is waiting for you. We ought to never come in the house of God and sit. Can I get an Amen. Whether we're shouting, whether we're running, whether it's a fast service, slow service, medium service, we should never sit down. We ought to come into his house praising him, thanking him, worshiping him the best way that we know how. And I, the Lord knows if you can't stand much, you can sit back there at your seat. You can raise your hands. Don't you feel better by doing that? Don't that make you feel better? Don't that make you happy? Don't that, it won't bother me one bit if you just took off walking right now. Whatever the Lord would tell you to do and allow you to do that's what you need to be doing we need to quit binding down the service and slowing down the service and start obeying God and letting God have his way well I'm not a preacher brother I'm not a singer so what you're saved got the spirit of God living inside of you may have a gift to use but yet we sit on that gift we sit on what God has blessed us with and use us because we're worried about what somebody's going to say about us when we leave that's what a lot of it is I don't care what your past has been come on I'm going a little deeper here I don't care what you've been into. I don't care how far you've went. I don't care if you got everything in the world on your pedigree at your house of all the things you've done wrong. If Jesus has saved you, he has washed you, he has cleansed you, he has took your name and wrote it down in the Lamb's Book of Life. I don't care how many times you've done this and how many times you've done that. If you're saved and delivered, then you got a right to shout. you got a right to run. you got a right to dance. you got a right to sing you got a right to get up and do what God would have you to do. Stop bottling him up. He's a lot bigger than what we make him. He's a big God that needs worship, that needs praise. Let's worship him tonight in spirit and in truth. Woo! Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You ain't going to bother me. Come on. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Has he saved you? I think he has a lot of you. Has he given some of you the Holy Ghost? Oh, yes. As he'll give the Holy Ghost to them that obey. He say, man, God is a spirit in they that worship him. What must worship him? In spirit and in truth. You say, man, this world thinks we're crazy because we're believing in one way to heaven. He is the only way to heaven. Might I go ahead and tell you that tonight? You're preaching Jesus only. No, I'm preaching Jesus Christ and him crucified. I found out it is all about Jesus. It'll always all be about Jesus. 
And if you're worshiping any other thing or talking about anything, and it's false, it's a lie, it'll send you to hell. But Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And whom the Son is set free, you can be free tonight from your weight, your bondage, your burden, your sin, whatever it is in your life. You can be free and be a worshiper. Amen. I know exactly what you're going through. I've been there. Come on. I'm just talking. Granny got on me one time. I think I'm off. I've told this year or not. She got on me one time. I was over her and I, feel, I, mean, I mean, said it's not long ago. I can't even remember. I felt the presence of the Lord all over me. I was raising my hands. I was doing good. I was digging in. I was praying. I was seeking. I was, I was wanting something, honey. I was wanting something, Brother Miller. I was wanting something that I didn't have. You say, man. And she just told me one time, honey, she said, honey, it's there. If you just let loose and let go. And it's there. You say, man. You say, everybody tries to pick when they're going to do it. You're going to do it when it wants to do it, honey. You're going to be saved when the Spirit of God deals with you. You're going to be filled with the Holy Ghost, whether it's in church or in your car or in a field or wherever. Whatever it might be. You can't pick the day, the time, and the hour. The Spirit, ain't nobody going to control the Holy Ghost anyway. It's going to be what it wants to be and what it's going to do and say what it wants to say. You say, man, I'm saying tonight we need to quit trying to, to plan everything out. Is that all right? Quit trying to make everything in order. You say, man, and let him have his way. Now, since we all standing, whoo! Now, when we come in here on Sunday night, yeah, is that, is that right? Sunday night, a lot of you'll be right here in, in them same seats, same pews, or something. You know, pretty close. I think it'd be a good idea to show the Sunday night worshipers how we do it on Wednesday night. You say, I wish they'd sit down. I can't even see the preacher. That's all right, honey. I'm not sitting down until they dismiss. Come on now. I'm going to stand as long as I'm able to stand. I, the only time I ever had to sit down up here is when I ripped my pants. Everybody thought I was madder than far and got mad at Fox or something. Other members, they, they thought something's got to be wrong. And all I done was rip my pants. And I was afraid to stand up. You say, man, though I had to set here to everybody else left. That's what I'm saying. There's times that I stand there and I don't feel like standing there. You say, man, there's times that I clap my hands and raise my hands. And I ain't always feeling the best in the world. But you know what? I still got to get up and give him some kind of praise. I still got to get up. I don't need somebody up here trying to wave a flag at me and tell me to raise my right hand and my right leg and kick it up here and kick up there. I don't need no worship leader to tell me this and tell me that when I can sway this way and sway that way. I know what I worship and it's my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I don't, I'm not a puppet. I'm not, I'm not going to be drug this way and drug that way. I'm going to worship the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and I don't need man to help me. Is that alright? So when we come in here on Sunday night Let's just stand up. They can get mad or whatever. But then what? I want them to know that we are true worshipers. I love it when everybody's standing in the house and they're trying to eat look around this and look around that. And all you got to do is stand up, honey, and do the same thing. Amen. All you got to do is stand up and do the same thing. You can lift your hands 
same way that I did. Ain't you glad you're saved tonight? Ain't you glad you've been set free tonight? Ain't you glad you're one of his tonight? I may not always be what I need to be, but I sure ain't what I used to be, honey. I sure ain't in the hog pen of this world anymore. I come to tell you tonight, I know what I worship. Amen. That's all I got. That's enough, ain't it? I know in whom I believe. If you go out much to any other churches, a lot of them are like this, a lot of them are wilder than this. Some are a lot less than this. I'm not talking about any of them. You say, man, they worship the way they want to worship, but they need to worship him. And whichever way they do it, ever how they do it, ever every way they, whatever, whatever it is, this, this is the way that I choose. You say, man, is this the way you choose? I choose it this way. This is why I, this is the, why, why come? Why come if you can't praise him? Why come if your mind's a, a thousand miles in a field over somewhere else? Why come when your mind's a, at a Walmart or a Cracker Barrel or, or going over here and going over there? Why come? That's why I can watch it and you see it. Uh, maybe I should go to the back and see it and not look at everybody else. Uh, I can see everybody's mind a lot of times uh, it's scattered. Can I get an Amen. And I, mine's the same way sometimes. You say, man, my mind is whatever. Planning on doing this, planning on doing that. You know what? It ought to be focused on that right there. On him, the king of kings and the Lord of lords. That's what my focus ought to be. We ought to at least give him an hour and a half. You say, man. We need to give him more than that, but an hour and a half of our time of leaving all our trouble things hanging outside on the trouble tree, if you want to say it that way, uh, I promise you there'll be a problem. There'll be, a, uh, there'll be something out there that'll hit you tonight or tomorrow or somewhere along the way, but just for an hour and a half, uh, I want to be a worshiper. Amen. I don't have to be on no team or worship team or wear robes and all this stuff. But I got to worship him right there from my heart. Not just from my mouth. I can stand here and say amen all on hallelujah and glory to God and all that. But if it ain't coming from here, honey, then it ain't really doing much of anything. You say amen. But if I've got it sincere and pure down inside of my heart the way that it needs to be, surrounded with his love and his grace and his mercy and let it come out. Don't it say, I believe I can sing sometimes and I can't sing a lick. But when I'm singing for him, you say man, I believe I sound pretty good. I may not sound good to everybody else. I think I sound like Tommy Bates sometimes. But I probably don't. But anyway, when I'm in the mood... When I'm in the spirit, when I when when everything's the way that it needs to be, I believe I sound better. I may not sing in church. I may have to get in the car somewhere down the road. But you know what? I believe I can sing the house down sometimes because it ain't me singing it. It's the Holy Ghost in me that's singing that. It's coming out of my mouth. It's coming out. Maybe I ought to say something to, to sing. Maybe I can help bless somebody or encourage somebody. But I'm saying tonight, if your heart is pure and where it needs to be, then you have every right to stand up and worship. Amen. How many's been down and out and tried to worship? Come on. I'm going, my mind's going 55 different ways. I love seeing a saint crawl in them pews. Come on. And you kind of know what they're going through. And it ain't good. It's a battle, it's sickness, it's death. But you know what? That don't stop them. (laughs) 
They crawl right back in them pews. They come. They, they don't feel like coming, but they come anyway. Come on now. You know exactly what I'm talking about tonight. They don't feel like standing, but they stand anyway. All they can do is cry, but at least they're worshiping. You say, man, they was some, I don't remember exactly what. Maybe in a singing group I seen somewhere or another. They was like, they, she had a stroke or something other like that. And they was up clapping their hands and singing going on. And she couldn't say anything. Because there wasn't nothing could come out of her mouth. She probably couldn't do it. She couldn't even raise her hand much. But she put her hand on that little pulpit. And all she could do was raise that little bitty finger. But you know what? That's the best she could do. And that's all God requires of us is the best that we could do. She couldn't sing. She couldn't shout. She couldn't raise her hands like everybody else. But she could raise that little bitty thumb or that little bitty finger. And you know what? She's a worshiper. She's a true worshiper. She's doing the best that she can. God ain't asking you to leap over buildings tonight. But he's asking you to worship him in spirit and in truth. That's what I'm saying tonight. When you see somebody that's down. When you see somebody that's in a battle or struggle. And you're still seeing them walk through those doors. When they don't even feel like walking through those doors. It's kind of like it is over at the nursing home. They don't feel like coming down there. But it tickles them to death. They got on to me. I didn't get to go last month. And they got on to me. I don't remember what it was that I couldn't go. But they got on to me. And you know what? A lot of times we go to bless them. But a lot of times when they get to talking to one another. Especially Sister Million. And she gets to talking about the good Lord. And all these old saints. Now the Holy Ghost done this and the Holy Ghost done that. It helps me. You know what? We ought to be ashamed that we don't put more, more of an effort. 